For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. For all your photo, video, and voiceover needs, check out the fine folks at Blu-ray Productions. They will take good care of you. If you don't believe me, you can see for yourself. Check out their work at BlueberryProductions.tv, the Facebook page, Blueberry Productions, also a Vimeo page, a YouTube page, and it's Blueberry, B-L-U-B-E-R-R-Y, Prod on Twitter. Check them out today. Blueberry Productions, great people, great work, great service. Hey there, your yard took a real beating this summer. Luckily, Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard has your back. Just feed your grass with Scott's again this fall when the air is cool and the soil is warm. It's the perfect time to give your lawn a boost. If you do, Winter Guard will give your yard the nourishment it needs to help weak, thin grass recover and support root growth, giving you a greener, more resilient lawn both now and next spring. Guaranteed. Grab a bag of Scott's Turf Builder Winter Guard today. You'll be back to barbecuing in no time. This is a Scott's Yard. Hey parents, we all try to be extra careful with our children in the car, but then we get an important call or text. Remember, our children are watching. Make every drive a good example. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash BITZ to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. Hello, my name is Travis Williams, President and CEO of Academics and Athletic Consultant, focused on educating and empowering tomorrow's collegiate athletic leaders. My passion is for the education and genuine concern and care for today's student-athlete. It's the centerpiece of my life's work. A college education, both in and out of the classroom, is a truly rewarding benefit. For more information on AAC, you can go to www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Once again, www.academicsandathleticsconsulting.com. Or you can follow me on Facebook at Academics and Athletic Consulting or Twitter at Coach TWheel24 or Instagram Travis L. Williams24. Or you can call me at 404-542-607. Once again, AAC is very proud to partner with J.R. McHenry of the Bossman Radio Show covering sports and entertainment across the country. Please tune in weekly for informative, entertaining, and expert analysis on today's sports and entertainment topics. Thank you.
All right, folks, back on the Boss Man Show. Before we get started with my guest, Kenny Blakely of the Howard Bison, my good buddy. We, we, he'll be on here with me bi-weekly here going forward. But, folks, uh, go to bossmanshow.com, top of our page, click the Amazon tab, Amazon banner, and shop through Amazon through the Boss Man Show. When you do that, you help us, help the community of Atlanta. We're trying to raise money for Christmas for people, get people some good stuff for them for Christmas. So we help us help the community, bossshow.com. Click up the Amazon banner, top of our homepage, shop through our website, and we'll get a little kickback from whatever you buy. They'll send us our way to help the community of Atlanta. So, folks, please do that for me here. Thank you so much. And now I'm joined by my about the guest, Coach Kenny Blakeney of the Howard Bison Coach. How life been treated with me and you last talked, man. What's up, boss man? Everything is well on my end. I hope all is well. I know it's beautiful and sunny down in ATL right now, uh, and I hope everybody's staying safe and well, man. Yes, indeed. Now, Coach, last time we talked, man, uh, people don't know about this. Me, you, and I know we're having you on bi-weekly now, and we talked about it last time. We're making it happen in reality. So how's it feel to be able to come on the show bi-weekly now? We talk, talk at, least, at least every two weeks, man, talking about the, the Howard Bison, helping the ATL, and people globally know about your program here going forward. Well, it's kind of kind of cool, man, that uh, we're able to do this. It's uh, you have a little bit of a, I think, a peek behind the curtain with our program, probably more than anybody else in the country right now. Um, so I'm excited to share that with you. I'm excited to uh, for your listeners to understand and learn more about our program, and looking forward biweekly to our conversations, man. I, I really appreciate what you do, and uh, looking forward to having these future conversations, talking about Howard Bison's and other things in sports. Now, Coach, what I love about your program is how you guys value that academic piece of it, first and foremost, and you guys care about your players as young men, first and foremost. So I definitely want to my listeners, show them that, hey, this program is basketball program, yes, but Howard, the university, really cares about academics, getting young black men, young men from all over the country, education and basketball for you, who's a great coach that can help these young men grow for the next 40 years of their lives here. Yes, sir. I think that's very important. You know, when, when we're talking about the Howard University brand, we're talking about excellence in Black education. And I think we can take that a little further, being a top 80 university in the country. Excellence in education, period. Um, our president, Dr. Wayne Fredericks, along with his cabinet and administration and board of trustees, has done an incredible job of taking the university and kind of lowering the, uh, the ranking from, you know, a hundred and you know fifty something probably when he got the job now to up to we're ranked up to the number 80th school in the country and i think that's a great uh jump it says a lot about who he is as a man who he is as a person that uh, as an alum um the work that he's put in and for us to be a, a school that is an elite academic school we talk about us being one of the top one percent schools in the country that's a heck of a um an accomplishment. And so, you know, my background, playing my basketball and attending DeMatha Catholic High School, going to Duke University, having a chance to work at Columbia and Howard University, uh, Harvard, I think just parallels, uh, you know, what, what we're trying to get done here at Howard University. And Coach, speak to this for all the listeners here. The support when you get it from above, from your AD, your president, that is so paramount to success of any program at, at a university, especially basketball, especially where you have to raise money outside of just don't play the games, you go out and take some meals, unfortunately. But the fact that you have support from the top down to make sure the academic piece of it is taken care of, when they're on campus taken care of, the facilities are great. So talk about that for our listeners who don't really understand, hey, it starts from the top down to where you have a great, great product on, on basketball court as well. 
Yeah, absolutely. I think there has to be a partnership between the president, uh, his cabinet, his administration, the board of trustees, and our athletic director, and then with the athletic coaches itself. Um, it, it can't get done otherwise than that. There are so many different things and protocols that you have with intercollegiate athletics and being on a college campus that it's not a seamless process. And if you don't have the administration, the president, the athletic director that has your back, um, it can be really, really challenging in trying to get some things done. Um, we're very fortunate. We just had a contribution of a million dollars donated to our basketball program uh, from a classmate of mine at Duke University by a guy named Randy Chen. Um, Randy lives over in Taiwan and has uh, looked from afar uh, and seen how we've kind of step by step um, taken strides to improve our program and wanted to uh, be, a, be a vehicle of, of help and support uh, for us to take the next steps to improve our infrastructure, um, our practice facility, our offices, our locker room. So um, we're really appreciative and all those efforts wouldn't have happened if we're not aligned with our president, his administration, his board of trustees, and our athletic director, Mr. Kerry Davis. You got that right, Coach. And what I want to listen to what I'm saying is that you are a great fit because, as you mentioned, you played at Duke with the Battle High School, worked at Harvard. Because you've worked in the schools that where academics are paramount, first, front, and first and foremost. So I feel like you getting hired last year was like the perfect fit for this this program going forward. I can only imagine that once you get everything where you want to get want to get it, you have ten guys from the DMV, which we'll talk about next here. I mean. Listeners, Coach Blakeney has it set up for success here at Howard with the support he has from above, from above as well and around the community of D.C. and the DMV for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. It, it, takes, it takes a village, right? It takes a village yes, to, to build this thing. And I think, you know, when we're looking at this, um, there's so many years that the program has kind of not been uh, successful, uh, to, to say it very politely. Um, and there's a tremendous opportunity, especially as you mentioned, we have 10 young men from the DMV on our team. Uh, with the community support here in Washington, D.C., the administrative support, the campus support, to really get this thing rocking and rolling. Um, it's going to be tough, and I think the expectations, I want to temper those a little bit. You know, we were 4-29 and 29 last year, and, uh, you know, it, with the recruiting class, having McCore Maker and other guys, no gel Eastern transfer from Purdue, uh, Raheem Ali, Jordan Wood, Steve Settles is a redshirt freshman. Um, with having the guys that we have in our program now, the expectations in that bar has been raised. And my thing is, is we're still uh, a team that was 4-29 and last year. All of our guys that we're coming in right now are freshmen. We have a few transfers that gives us a little bit of age, but none of those guys have done much on the Division One level. Um, so it's going to be a step-by-step -step process. Um, but I think because of the expectations and us now having a target on our back because of some of the recruiting victories that we've had, um, that bar has been risen a little bit. And, Coach, talk about the recruiting DMV, having 10 guys on this roster from the DMV, which is very, very great. And it's similar to what Ron Hunter did here in Atlanta with Georgia State. He also wanted to target guys from Atlanta and have on the roster for him when he played here. He was at Georgia State down, down the road from where I'm at right now. So talk about making sure you – kind of defend that DMV firewall, getting guys from DMV that's talented, keeping them at home and playing for the Howard Bison. Yeah, it, it's, boss man, it's one of those things that I watched one of my mentors, Coach John Thompson, uh, do when he was the head coach at, at Georgetown University. Um, in the early 80s and in the late 70s, uh, you know, he really did a great job of keeping guys home, 
recruiting the public league kids uh, in the city, um, having a roster that included so many guys from the DMV. And it's, for me, it, it, it's very helpful because part of uh, understanding how to build this thing is knowing where your players are from, who's coached them, uh, what leagues they've played in. All of those things are so important. And me being a Washingtonian, even though I've been gone for a while, I still have kept my finger on the pulse of D.C. basketball. Um, I'm very uh, knowledgeable and have a great relationships with a lot of the coaches, AAU coaches, the workout guys here in D.C. Um, so it gives me a, a blueprint and a, and a roadmap to those guys' DNA. So when we're recruiting a young man, you know, I know where he's from. I know probably his family. I know his high school coach. Um, I know that he's been uh, tossed in the fire in some of the most competitive leagues in the country. Uh, so it allows us to kind of speed our process up in coaching him and not worried about some of the things that he might have not gotten uh, through that process of going through his high school years. Most definitely. And speaking of one of your young men from DMV, um, Mr. Mr. Bristol, I, I must tell you, Coach, uh, I've heard a lot of great things about it. Tell us a little bit about that young man and what he's going to be bringing to your, your team this year. And, you know, also, Coach, I saw he loved Chick-fil-A, which warms my heart being a, uh, an Atlanta guy because Chick-fil-A is very popular down there. So it warms my heart, too, about him as well. He's a Chick-fil-A. Tell us a little bit more about Wayne and what he's bringing to your, to your team, man. Yeah, he, he's a, he's a you know – pretty neat he he grew about a uh, an inch over the summer so he's he's like six seven right now um and i've known wayne uh for a very long time his dad was a terrific basketball player at high point high school here in pg county uh a suburb of washington dc and the dad went on to play college basketball at the university of maryland uh so we had some battles uh in high school and also in college and you know, throughout the years, we would always bump into each other. Um, him having a son or a family that was involved in basketball, me being a coach, um, you know, our paths always crossed. So when I understood little Wayne was going to be a prospect, um, you know, he wanted me to follow his progress a little bit. And uh, I started recruiting Wayne when I was at Columbia. And, uh, and Wayne was a student athlete at that point uh, at Riverdale Baptist and then going to transfer to St. Thomas More up in Connecticut. Um, so I've known Wayne, had a good relationship with him, and it seemed like a very natural transition with him uh, being, being a, uh, I guess, a mentee of mine at Howard. But uh, he's a young man that has great uh, character. He's a faith-based driven young man. Um, he's a guy that works his butt off. Like I mentioned, he's six seven. He's, uh, you know, last year he shot uh, 40, 50, 80 from the field, so 40% from the three-point line, 50 from the field goal line, 80% from the three-point line, averaged about 13 points or so, was the MEAC rookie of the year, and uh, we're very happy that we have him in our program, and, you know, with this new rule boss, man, we could have him in our program for the next four years, man, so, uh, you know, last year might have been a free year. They're allowing every uh, student athlete in college basketball a redshirt year this year because of COVID and some of the the mental stress and anguish that comes along with that and also with excuse me with uh with us not knowing how long we'll be able to play this year um so Wayne's a young man that he's on time and on target to graduate he can leave Howard with two degrees man over a five-year period so um really looking forward to him uh, looking forward to his progress and improving throughout the years. But he's somebody, man, that 
you know, a lot of people are excited about. Um, I've talked to NBA scouts about him because of his size and ability to shoot the ball. Um, so he's going to have a bright future. Now, Coach, kind of read my mind. Ask about that that rule that just came down, having the fifth year eligibility now, so you can really grow your program even more. And you know, as you, those guys may get junior seniors in that extra grad year, hey, it could be scary with some guys because hey, you'll have a team that's older and developed and have been in your program for years and can just do like like clockwork. Clock, clock we got we got it going on. So how about that rule? And it's gonna really help guys like yourself where you can keep young men who are talented on your team there. Yeah, it, it definitely. And I think a big part of it is, is that we got good young men that you want to continue to coach year in and year out. Um, we don't have guys in our program that we're trying to, to run off after their eligibility is up. Uh, I want to keep these young men in our program for as long as we can. And I think, you know, by doing so, um, it will allow us to be a little bit older. You know, you see teams like a VCU, you see teams like a, a Butler back in the day, you see teams like a George Mason, when they make their run, they're making their run with an older uh, senior-led senior uh, regime that has been together for a number of years. They understand. They've gone through the tough times. They've gone through the struggle. Uh, and now they're on that other side where, you know, they're playing teams that are these blue bloods that have kids that are one and done that are 17, 18 years old. And these kids that are 23, 24 at these mid-major schools are kicking their butts because they're men. Uh, and I see that's something down the road that can possibly happen for us. So looking forward to keeping these guys together. I just hope they don't get tired of hearing my voice too much. Uh, no, nah, yeah, the ALL love you, man. I'll stay with your coach. I'll, I'll make sure with myself. I'll tell you, stay with him. You stay with Coach Blakeney. He's going to take care of you for sure. <laughs> I'll make sure that coach for you, man. Use the main phone. I the boss man show. Now, Coach, now I saw an interview you did talking about how you did a lot of talking about the NBA plays and how to use a McCoy maker. So how, how fun was it kind of looking at NBA schemes, how they, how they run those certain schemes, off-ball, off screens, different kind of sets and flex cuts, and those nights you kind of use his talent to this year out there for you guys to kind of play like this is basketball almost for your team and make it hard for guys who just wanted to have to defend you all. Yeah, it had my brain spinning for a while, to be honest with you, because it was it was like a foreign language. I'm seeing stuff and I'm starting to – understand stuff that I've never kind of taken a look at. Um, I've always been a guy that has been, uh, you know, in high school, we played motion. Uh, most of the universities that I've coached at, we were a motion team. At Duke University, we're a motion team. And now we're putting in concepts and, and uh, different kind of plays that, uh, you know, NBA teams are doing uh, or, or European teams are doing that kind of opens up the floor a little bit more for us, gives us and allows us a little bit more spacing. Um, it's a fun style to play, a fun style to watch. And I'm really looking forward to uh, having the chance to, you know, implement it in with our guys and uh, seeing them kind of, uh, I think, you know, have a chance to, to just kind of play around with it like it's a new toy. Um, because the rules of it, they're, they're, the rules of it are very limited. Um, so there's a, lot of, there's a lot of freedom. It just a lot depends on where the ball is at a particular time on the court and what bodies are on that side of the court. So uh, a lot of concepts, a lot of stuff on ball spacing, uh, a lot of stuff on, on spots. We call them spacing spots. Um, so it should be a lot of fun, boss, man. I'm having fun kind of putting it in, and I think our guys are having fun playing it. 
you get up there, right, Coach? So I know being around Atlanta Hawks and watching the Hawks play, and it's always interesting to watch the sets that we, that we run and knowing how we use certain guys in certain spots, how I use the pick, the pick and roll to kind of get guys in different matchups and then seeing some teams help off the corner, on strong side corner, some don't, some hit, sometimes do gaps and slots. So just seeing what we do and shoot around and practice in the game, see how it works out and just seeing how it all – the, the wheel, the chess game between Coach Lloyd Pearson, whoever we're playing, it's always exciting to me. So I know for you, seeing it like, yeah, it's, it's fun for your guys for sure. Yeah, 100%. I think a part of it is, too, is that we're going to more positionless basketball. Um, we have a, a lineup where we can have four guys on our team that are six, uh, 10 or taller on the court with a six, seven guy uh, on the wing as well. So, you know, we're, we're thinking in a way of moving our game and shifting to more of the NBA style. Um, you know, for us, when we're presenting our university and our program to some of these five-star and four-star young men, um, they want to have an opportunity to showcase their skills and ability in a pro-type situation and, and, and set. So, um, you know, we're going to provide them that opportunity uh, because we know if we can put them in that system for a year, um, the transition for them that's going from college to, uh, to the pros or several years uh, would be easier for them and language and uh, uh, some of the concepts and, and sets that, that we're running uh, all translates to the NBA level. And think about this college game that's still kind of fun to me, but also when the NBA don't redo it because of the, the, the the rule we have, it can't be in the lane more than three seconds. But the drop coverage on that, I lost often run the drop. Some don't want to go over there, wants to give you three point like Milwaukee, like they want to pack the pain. And just watch that stuff, coach, to me, it's, 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 to me, it's exciting because seeing, like, I know from, because Bud was here with the Hawks, it was like, pack the pain, give up the threes, we don't care. Same with the, the Wizards, Scott Brooks. He don't care about giving up threes. He wants us to protect the active paint. Some teams want to do drop coverage like the Clippers or a drop coverage team. Some are over the screen and switch everything like Houston does. So it's still all those different ideas, ideologies of how to play the game of basketball. To me, it's so funny. In college, you can still play, throw any kind of defense at you. Do it be a boxing one, two, three, one, three, one, three, two, whatever. You know, but Toronto does it in, in the NBA, but nobody else really does it. In Miami, does it to a degree as well. But it's fun to see how different, and we get coached all kinds of different ways, and it all works for who, who, depending on your personnel. It works better for some and others, not so much. But it's fun to be able to have those options to go to, for whether you want to do it that way or not, Coach. That's great to me. No, absolutely. And we, we follow the Heat a whole lot. And you said, Coach Bud, that's another program that we really follow a whole lot um, over the COVID period. Um, those are two teams that we've actually studied the most, um, to be quite honest with you. Um, you know, in terms of the Miami Heat, we, we've studied their zone, and we've studied some of their offensive com concepts. Uh, and then with uh, Coach Bud and where he's at out right, right now in Milwaukee, we've studied what he's done with the Greek Freak and uh, have stole some of his stuff that he, he does with, with Giannis and we'll, we've implemented into our system for, uh, for McCore. So those are two programs that you've uh, targeted right on. You know, with the Miami Zone, they do some neat things. And, uh, you know, one of the things we do is uh, I, I've gotten from Coach Jerry Tarkanian uh, is the amoeba defense. And uh, we implemented it last year. It was something that I thought we had some success with. It's a very um, difficult, I think, defense to, to understand because there's so much communication that you got to have in it. But it's also a very difficult defense to try to uh, go against. It, you know, it, it, it takes like an amoeba, it takes the shape of the offense 
offense. So you don't know if we're in man, you don't know if we're in zone. Uh, it, it, you know, using a, a 30 second shot clock, it also adds some game pressure uh, to, the, to the shot clock and to the game clock that can be advantage for us as that shot clock is getting a little bit lower down in time. Got there, right? You know, like Miami is always a tough game for the Hawks. You know, we was up by like 12 points last year, and Miami came back on us and got the overtime and beat us in overtime, and we had to fly right out to Chicago, coach. It was a let's just long night. <laughs> it was a long night. <laughs> yes, yes. We, we had yes. that game won, and then we just lost it. Like, but what I love about Miami is that they help off the strong side corner, which is right in the NBA. Most of not going to do that. And like, we got to make sure Cam Reddish in the corner or Kevin Herter to make sure that – make them not do it, but they do it. They do it so much. But my Eric Spolster is like gaps and slots. That's all we care about. We're going to make sure to protect the keep the paint. So, like, the seeing the match, we play the Heat four times a year. So, seeing that is so fun and seeing how he throws defense at Trey Young because throws them off. I know, like, in my in, in Atlanta, we was up and he threw at us some zone and threw us all off. <laughs> we ended up winning the game. So, Eric just changes whatever he – just so great in game. Which is so a coach for me, coach was really important for any kind of coach in basketball. Is like, hey, adjust if the game plan's not working that that day, change it up a little bit. Don't just be stubborn about it. You know, change it up. But I know you want to ask you what you do, but sometimes, hey, it's not working tonight. Let's go to our plan B, C, and D if we have to. No, absolutely, boss man, and that's something. Watching the Heat, they've they've done two neat things. Uh, three. No, that's one that I'll add with it. They've put their bigger guys up on the, the, the front of the zone, mm-hmm. um, which makes that wall even bigger. Um, the other thing is they don't funnel down the sideline. They funnel everything down the middle. Um, so they want you to come into the middle where they got bam, and then they have that length that's out front that can block from behind. And the last thing, like you said, is that they really help uh, from that back line, uh, especially in the corners. And now with the corner three being the highest percentage three-point shot that's made, uh, a lot more people are saying uh, to stay home on that corner three. Don't help in the corners. Um, but I think they have guys that are so experienced, guys with such a high basketball IQ, that they understand how to close out uh, after helping in that corner. But also they, they teach what we call blow-by closeouts. So they'll run by you um, on the closeouts. Instead of some guys will stop and chop and stay in front, um, they're closing out and going by you on their closeout. So they do some really neat stuff, but I think you got to have the right personnel to play and defend the way that they do. Cause they have, uh, they have a tough group of guys, as you can see, you know, one of the things that I've done boss man is I, I wear two hats at practice. Uh, and the, the two hats I wear is one is a uh, Miami heat hat and the other is a Los Angeles Laker hat. And the reason I do those uh, do that is because both of those teams didn't make the playoffs last year. And they both this year were competing and contending and won one in the, the world championship. So um, for us, having a team that won four, uh, four games, I, I just want them to understand and have a little bit of some symbols around our program that uh, can be inspirational to them as we go, go on this journey of trying to be a team that's a contender and hopefully a team that can uh, compete well enough to, to do something that's pretty special and unique. And Coach, how's practice been for you guys? I know you all got started on the 14th, the 15th there, a little bit a week or so ago. So how has it been going so far, and how are guys picking up what you're teaching them right now? I'll say, boss, man, it's been going well. Um, we've had a lot of fun. It's been very tough. 
um, because guys have been uh, in the house for five months or so, um, you know, you're, you, you guys are feeling it a little bit. We had to temper down practice yesterday and just kind of do a shooting individual workout yesterday. Uh, and then today we gave them a day off. Um, you know, so guys are getting a little beat up. Guys have some nicks and bruises, uh, you know, some tendonitis is flaring up. Um, but overall, I think we're, we're, we've done a good job. Uh, we've done a, you know, one thing I'm really happy about with our guys is they've done an unbelievable job just being disciplined. And when I'm talking about that, I'm talking about COVID. You know, we've, uh, we've been able on campus to kind of build a semi-bubble from them uh, to try to limit their footprints. And they've done an unbelievable job uh, following the protocol and staying diligent with that. So it's allowed us to kind of stay in the gym a little bit uh, and take some steps forward uh, with such a young team, especially during this time uh, that's very challenging for everyone. Coach Blady, thank you for your time today. Look forward to talking to you. I can see that our, our weekly conversations, this has been great. Talking some ball, which is the day, just get us some, some schemes, which it was fun, man. We, this is this is this is the segment one. We're going to have some great segments this year. If this is how it is day one week. <laughs> hey, man, I, I might have to put you on staff for all the basketball you know, man. You got a great basketball IQ, boss, man. Hey, I would love to, man. You know, I, I've been around it for eight years. I'll pick up some stuff here and there now. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing you in a couple of weeks, buddy. All right, you too, Coach. We safe now. Hip-hop fans, I got a great album for you. The baby album from Family Grinding NC, True Speech, and 313 Fresh. We're going to give you two discs, 33 songs of pure, genuine hip-hop. Albums available on iTunes, Amazon, Google Play, IllStreetRex.com, and streaming live right now on Rhapsody, Beats Music, Spotify, Xbox Music, Slacker Radio, and SoundCloud. Check them out today, True Speech, and 313 Fresh, Family Grind, ENT. Believe in it, get it. A gorgeous tan from Suntan City gives you an inner glow that relights the fire when you run into your first crush. Vicky, who is that? An old boyfriend. Lucky you just tanned at Suntan City. Lucky he's single. We're doing lunch tomorrow. Won't be single for long then. During Tour of the City, try all five tans, including spray tan, for just $4.99. Restrictions may apply. Click to buy now. When you're a teen, you finally get to make some of your own decisions. Who are you going to hang out with? What do you want to be? Are you going to glance at that text while driving? Remember, a split second is all it takes for something tragic to happen. Be in the zone. Turn off your phone. Visit childrenshospital.vanderbilt.org slash B-I-T-Z to learn more about our teen driver safety program. Brought to you by the Monroe Carroll Jr. Children's Hospital at Vanderbilt, the Ford Motor Company Fund, and the Allstate Foundation. It's maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer, all the stars are closer Tell me what you gonna do to me Confrontation ain't nothing new to me You could bring a bullet, bring a sword, bring a morgue But you can't bring the truth to me Alexa, play Kendrick Lamar and SZA Okay Maybe the night that my dreams might let me know All the stars are closer 
With Amazon Music, a voice is all you need. Get tens of millions of songs. Download the Amazon Music app today. Yeah, yeah, it's your man JC, the host with the most, baby, and it goes down each and every Saturday night right here in the city of Memphis. That's right, y'all. It goes down at Clicks Sports Bar Memphis, baby. 3705 Malco Way, Memphis, Tennessee, 38125. Come out and join us, the Three Kings, each and every Saturday night for the liveest karaoke in the city. Everybody gets in free till 10 p.m., only $5 after. Great food. We got drink specials. We got all kind of games, man. We got the pool tables popping. Whatever you want, we got you, man. Come on out. Have a good time with us each and every Saturday night. That's Clicks Sports Bar, Memphis. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.